Hello. Um, I've had a really good productive research day and I wanted to share that with you. Um, I'm not exactly demonstrating work-life boundary at this point. Uh, this podcast is being recorded at 11.51 at night and I have literally just responded to a student who posted a comment on their assignment telling them to go to bed. It was too late to be up because one, I'm everybody's mother and two, I have no functional sense of what irony means. But, um, yeah. I came home, I had dinner, took care of the dogs, Chris is out of town right now, and I came downstairs to start working at 6 o'clock today, and I'm just now getting ready to start wrapping up for the evening. Um, It's been a while since I've had such a kind of focused, productive day, and it felt really, really good. It's been quite a while since I've done real scholarly research and just sitting down and getting into information and following links and making cross-references and all of those kinds of things. Um, My notes are a little bit of a mess right now. Um, my affectionately referred to quote mining document is up to 12 pages, so those are going to be quotes that may get used in whole or in part on the PowerPoint for the DFL, and just kind of reminding me what the shape of a number of these articles are. I think if my numbers aren't wrong, I've gone through about 20 articles today. Well, articles and websites, some of which I'd already read, but a number of which I hadn't. So there were a couple that really stood out. Um, There's a really good one by Kirby, uh, Zolkowski, O'Brien, and a few others called Examining Staff and Faculty Work-Life Balance and Well-Being using the dual continuum model of mental health during COVID-19 from the Journal of Happiness and Health in 2022. And it's really quite interesting because their premise is that traditional unidimensional models are going to just um, pit stress and um, well-being against each other and it's basically a spectrum where you're somewhere on it but their idea is that essentially essentially well-being and psychological distress can exist together that there are going to be models of this where people might experience high well-being and high distress which they describe as symptomatic but content and that definitely sort of resonated with me where it's some stress and obviously it depends how much and how you manage it can be good it can be productive it can be clarifying in some ways and i think there is kind of a push to say well we all have to be perfectly happy 
and that's not always maybe the most productive way of looking at things. There was an article from the BBC that said, um, that was titled, um, Why It Pays to Be Grumpy and uh, Bad-Tempered by Gorvit in, um, let me pull up the information real quick, um, 2023. So, um, and very much this idea that people who are cynical or pessimistic, not that that sounds like me at all, are more likely to be well equipped to handle life's curveballs. They're going to have lower instances of heart attacks and stress and a number of other positive uh, psychosocial outcomes and uh, economic outcomes were more likely to be positive for people who were a bit pessimistic. So that was kind of fun and affirming to read. But I haven't quite seen this take shape yet. But I think the Kirby article and the Kirschbaum are going to focus in pretty highly. Um, the article that I read on focusing on faculty stress that suggested coloring books is not going to focus as highly as you know given my ideas on this idea of self-care being the panacea that's going to fix uh, faculty and staff mental health. So, um, no, there were several good articles today um, uh, DePosito writes about situating the post-secondary instructor in a supportive role for the mental health and well-being of students. That's a 2018 article. It's interesting to me how many people who are writing on this topic, though, can very enthusiastically say that instructors need to have a bigger role in our students' mental well-being but they don't focus on faculty mental health. And yet, from their bios, they are faculty members. So, it's kind of an interesting disconnect that says we have to live and bleed for our students, which I'm not against per se. I want our students to do well. I want them to succeed. I want them to have all of the positive outcomes that are possible. But to ignore the fact that that's going to place a disproportionate burden on faculty, and especially faculty who are um, identifying as women, or who are people of color, or otherwise underrepresented in academic circles, I don't love that part. Because people don't seem to want to reckon with the where the emotional labor falls and the toll it can take on people when they're saying, okay, well, be there for your students, you're the first line of defense, you're the linchpin, um, to use a couple phrases from articles I was reading today. So that is an odd disconnect. Um, but definitely found a lot of interesting things today so I feel good about that and I think 
I'm going to have a pretty good research kind of a week. I can already tell just scrolling through my quote mining document though that future me is going to be really mad about this lack of organization. I've kind of attempted in a different document to start putting citations into categories so that I can kind of um, overview major thinkers on a certain subject, but it kind of fell by the wayside around 9 o'clock. So, yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, Zotero is up to... 75 references now. Um, copy and see. 71 at the moment, apparently. So there may be one or two duplicates in there. But trying to keep 71 references going in my head is going to be exciting when it comes to the production. Although I will say, I think this is one of the biggest uh, research tasks I put into Zotero, um, flipping over to a different screen, um, my dissertation, which I think I started rather late in using Zotero, only has 41 items in it. Um, and it looks like everything else is considerably smaller than that. So... I like it for organizing these big kind of topics, and the annotation software seems to be pretty nice. Now, if Zotero ever decides that they are not going to continue or that they're going to become paid, I have a lot of research in here in the Sandhead within the system that I may not be able to access in the future. But it's, it's a good day. I like feeling <coughs> excuse me, productive. I like getting things done when I can because there are going to be days where I can't get this much done. <coughs> excuse me. Where I can't justify sitting in my office for six hours and just working and not talking to anybody. So it's it's a good day. I kind of feel like the version of the academic me that we're kind of pressured to be. And I recognize that that's sort of a, you know, buying into the stigma or maybe not stigma, stereotypes, these kinds of things. But it's just like when you get on a roll when you're writing, you get excited and you don't want to stop until, you know, the juice kind of comes to an end. Um, although I did go to a talk with Eric Larson who wrote Devil in the White City and a number of other books, uh, Beasts in the Garden, I think it was, um, or In the Garden of Beasts, that's what it was. And of course somebody asked him, because he's a famous writer, how do you write? And he said, when I'm on a roll, I stop. I come back to it the next day, I can pick up where I was, and it all comes back to me. And I am not that person. If I am on a roll, I am going to work until 
I can't anymore because you don't know when the next one's going to come around. So, but, yeah, I feel pretty good. If I can have a few more days like these, I think it'll come together. My PowerPoint may not be anything beautiful to behold, but I my hope is to get all the reading done before I go to Florida with my mother um, next week so that I can be doing editing and polishing on the presentation at night, but I'm not doing any original reading at that point. So that is the hope, but I will let you all know how things proceed. So thank you as always for listening. I appreciate knowing that there's somebody out there along for the ride.